0: Well, good morning. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, we're back and uh, we're ready to go. Uh, listen, uh, you are you guys are in for a real, real treat. Uh, we met uh, Nicole Freer um, out at R4 uh, for the video. She was speaking about on the video book uh, video summit. And uh, we were so impressed with her. And, and uh, uh, I think you'll be impressed with her as well. So without further ado, and now. She is the owner and team leader at Nicole Freer Group. They did over $100 million out of the Houston area. She is by way of Katy, Texas, and she is a real estate agent at REMAX Fine Properties, Nicole Freer.
1: Hey, guys. Good morning.
0: Good morning. How are you?
1: I am well. It's a beautiful day here. And Katie, and uh, got some exciting things going on this week. So thank you for having me this morning. Super excited to be here.
0: Awesome, and I love your branding. You know, Nicole Freer Group. Thank you. <laughs> you got your swag.
1: I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> we totally refreshed the swag, and so I have to represent for my team. They wear it proudly, and so do I. So,
0: so you know, in, in the advent, of, I mean, this real estate market obviously going through a. Uh, um, you know, pandemic and, and everything that's going on in, in society right now. You know, uh, you know, how is, uh, first of all, how are you and how are you managing in, uh, in the Houston area?
1: We are doing extremely well. We're very blessed. Um, you know, at the start of all of this, the entire world had no idea what to expect. This is unlike anything we'd ever seen before. And so there was a lot of um, reason to kind of pause and, you know, essentially Doug and I sat, sat down for an entire week and in a sense completely rewrote our business plan to um, to adapt to these times because while, you know, there was a pandemic going on, we were deemed an essential business. And so thank God we were able to, um, you know, continue uh, with our business, um, you know, looking back on all the activity that happened during that time, it really was um, very shocking Uh, We have 41 executed contracts for the month of June. Uh, During lockdown, we had families calling us, uh, calling into the office, asking us to come out for listing appointments. Um, So, you know, very pleasantly shocked at all the real estate activity that continued to go on. Um, You know, once the um, order to uh, stay at home was lifted, I mean, like clockwork, our, you know, showing service phone, started blowing up with calls, families wanting to get out and see homes. So, um, you know, things have been very good. They got
0: Awesome. Yeah. Buyer's behavior has certainly, uh, certainly changed. And, uh, you know, as we get used to and adapt to the times that we are, uh, you know, they, people are, you know, they, they want to get out. <laughs> you get me out of my house. You know, it's funny because, you know, we talked about behavior, but, you know, When when you're quarantined for eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever the time frame is, you look at your house and you say, well, you know, I really wish I had a pool or I really wish I had that extra bonus room or I really had, you know, wish I had a second story and things like that. And you start seeing the uh, negatives of your home. So uh, (laughs) you're you're tired of seeing your house after eight weeks scooped up.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) We need to upgrade the house. Absolutely. And if you're in the Houston area, call Nicole. (laughs) <laughs> um, let's talk about teams. You know, I mean, we've been talking about teams for, it seems like, you know, our last three, four years, you know, really how it's, it's really, I guess, gained steam and gained momentum. You know, what was your thought process when you said, you know what, let's, you know, you and your husband, let's, let's put together this team and, uh, and go for it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I credit, um, a the the growth that we've made in our business, uh, really to just adapting to um, the organic growth. There was nothing that was really you know, written out on paper or plan or you know anything that we had you know strategically done. Um, when I first got into real estate, I was actually on a team, um, and after that first year, my own independent business had grown to a point to where um, you know it really was kind of a a point where I wasn't getting the value that i needed out of the team and so i decided to go on my own and a lot of people asked me if i was going to start a team and i said absolutely not Um, i don't have a history of managing people i've never managed people before Um, and it wasn't something that i was looking to do i just wanted to do my own thing um and worry about myself after that first year on my own my own individual business had grown to a point to where i couldn't physically handle all of it i was going to have to start you know, turning people away, or I was going to have to start a team. And, um, you know, my husband is definitely more of a businessman than I am. Um, There's, there's a lot more DFG. Oh, there we go. DFG and (laughs) and most people think. Um, And he said, absolutely not. That's insane. We're not going to, you know, start turning business away. So he went out and got his real estate license. And um, we just brought people on as the growth supported it. Um, I definitely didn't want to advertise that I had this huge platform or tons of knowledge to be able to help other people be successful. Um, you know, so we just brought in one or two here as we continue to grow and in FG's volume, we continued to grow so that, you know, again, having come from where I did, I wanted to make sure that I was able to provide these individuals value. Um, because I didn't want to get into a situation where I feel like, a lot of the old school way of running a team is very, you know, centered around that that one individual, whomever's name it is, Um, and it's just kind of like this little army of people working for this individual. Um, I wanted to make it a community to where we all brought each other value Um, and, you know, hopefully I, I feel like that's what we've been able to do here. So now we're four years in, we started the team four years ago, um, and last year we sold um, over 300 homes and over 100 million dollars in volume. So, our growth has been very fast and furious. Um, but you know, we've been just bringing on more people to help support the growth uh, as we can.
0: And Nicole, what was your first hire? You know as far as your team, you know, was it bringing on another buyer's agent to help with the overflow or was it, you know, assistant and admin? What, what function was it?
1: You know, everyone told me um, to make it an admin or a transaction coordinator or a right hand man. Um, But it just so happened to be an agent. Um, We don't, you know, separate buyers agents and listing agents on our team. Every agent is able to work with buyers and sellers and get their own listings and, you know, have their name put up on the listing. Uh, but I do definitely see you know, why I was being told to bring on a transaction coordinator or assistant because now the way that our team runs, I mean, those individuals that we have, we have right now, three transaction coordinators, um, they are the foundation of this team. They make things run so smoothly and seamlessly to where literally all of our agents they sell, they don't write contracts, they don't do paperwork, they don't send out amendments. Um, Our transaction team handles, and our transaction team is also their license as well. Um, But they handle all the paperwork so that, you know, these agents can go out and continue to sell, Um, you know, because that's what, you know, an agent should be good at is going out there doing the lead gen, you know, finding the buyer seller and closing the deals.
0: And it, are these full time exclusive to you, or is it a, are, are they like subcontracted?
1: Yes, they are full time exclusive to NFG. Um, you know, I know that there are a lot of companies out there that um, are kind of like contracted work. Which I mean, I think is is great if you're you know just getting started and you need the assistance. Um, I think it's a a great thing. Um, I do think that you know once you get to a point that you can. Handle to have somebody come in and work for you exclusively that there are a lot of benefits um, You know, I don't necessarily want all of my clients contact information in the hands of you know Jane Smith who's you know, holds her license at a different brokerage. It's a little, you know scary to me um, You know, but I think that there are ways that you can um, You know break down your you don't necessarily need, you need to start by paying somebody's salary You could start by paying someone per deal, um, you know, and just slowly, you know, being able to work yourself out of that situation to where it's not um, a contractor, but somebody who's working exclusively with you.
0: Yeah, love it. And um, so if you could give like, you know, someone who's looking who's getting to the point where overflow is happening or um, they're looking at, it, you know, down the line in the next year or two to form that team. You know, what are a couple, what are the top two things that you would as far as advice you would give that maybe you learned or made a mistake or or, or what have you um, in your team?
1: Top two. Um, so first and foremost, I would say um, surround yourself with the five people that you aspire to be like. If, if there's, if you want to build a team and you know of like some really heavy hitter team leaders in your area, reach out to them. People are so much more willing to help and be a resource to you than I think people realize. Um, and that was something that I was taught early on. And so when I got into the business, it was like I only wanted to hang around top producers. I didn't go to the free lunches. I didn't go to thing because that's not where the top producers were. The top producers were out working. Um, and so, you know, first and foremost, that's what I would say is um, definitely surround yourself with the type of talent um, that you aspire to be. Um, second, I think it's very important that, you know, however you are, you know, um, arranging your team, as far as splits or culture, make it be something that is, that you enjoy doing. Um, You know, the culture of my team that I have is very important to me um, because when we started the team, because there was a little bit of hesitancy there for me because I really wasn't looking to, you know, put my manager hat on and, you know, manage a group of people, I decided early on that, you know, the culture of the team, the personalities of the team members was gonna be first and foremost to me. Um, if you can bring in, you know, a ridiculous amount of transactions for the year, but I really just can't stand being around you. You're not a good fit. I would put the dollar sign over the person. So for me, I've always, you know, made my team up of people that I genuinely enjoy being around, um, that, you know, aren't giving me headaches every day that are making my life. Um, and so You know for someone else it may be the dollar sign but whatever is most important to you stick to that and build your team around that because that is really going to um you know make your happiness you know
0: yeah i mean you know i love that because you know as far as real estate goes you know real estate's hard enough you know you have so many obstacles and moving parts going through and you know if you surround yourself with people that you dislike or you you know you don't want to you know you have different or conflicting personalities you know it makes it so much more difficult uh, to continue uh, to do what you're doing so i love that you know people over dollar signs that's great um, let's talk a little bit about video all right so um you know uh, we, we first met at the video summit and you know um, i think you, you did a, gr- a great job and you do a great job with video what um you know how's your video game going and uh and and talk a little bit about you know maybe some things that because you, you know to kind of digress realtors you know they, they they're slow to change, right? So video has been out for a while. You know they you know we've been going on YouTube and doing all these things for years, and then the pandemic happens, and now everyone's a video star. <laughs> so um you know and, and they're forced to to do some video. Give us maybe a, a couple pointers on how your video game is going, and um and pointers on you know people that are just entering the video game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the consensus across the board is. Everybody hates doing video. Everybody hates how they look on video. Everybody hates how they sound on video. Get over it. <laughs> I mean, this conversation was okay 10 years ago, but we've gotten to a point where we get it. I don't. I, I understand you don't like how you look on video. You don't like how you sound on video. But look, if you want to take your business to the next level, get on video. And guess what? If you don't, that's okay, because I'll take, I'll take the business is <laughs> But it's just where we're going. And, and you're right. You know, Realtors are very slow to change. And that was, you know, something that I recognized when I got, got into this business. It's like, wow, all these amazing tools are out there and are being, you know, used in, in other industries. Why not real estate? I mean, this makes the most sense. Um, you know, I think one thing that really kind of helped take real estate um, to that next level is a lot of the real estate shows that, you know, have been coming out over the past few years, kind of, you know, showing real estate in a different light and making it cool and um, you know, it's just if you're not doing video, you're just missing out. Um, you know, it's something that I've, I've pressed all of my team. It's not just about the production. It's not just about, you know, the listing videos. It's just about the connection for us. Um, when we meet an open house lead in our open house, their follow up is a video. Hey, John Smith. It's Nicole Freer. We met this past weekend at the open house. Just wanted to let you know something very funny. If you watch people watch video. There's an expression on their face. They're either smiling, they're disgusted, they're laughing, they're smiling. Video invokes so much emotion that you cannot get via telephone, via voicemail, via text message. So for us, you know, with those leads that are coming in, or or with um, you know a client, or you know even with the with an agent that you're about to do a deal with, just to set a very friendly tone, send a video. There's Never, not a reason to send a video.
0: And do, do, what uh, video service do you use to uh, send those videos?
1: So um, we are registered with BombBomb, which we use uh, frequently. Um, but you know, when it comes to you know needing to get something out quick and fast, I mean, just something you know via text um, is you know something. Because like I feel like you know there are times, say if you meet um, someone for the first time through an open house. Um, You know, maybe you don't want to send a bomb-bomb link because they're thinking, oh, what what is this going to sign me up for? Um, So then just doing a basic video on your phone and sending it via text message so that they can see it's a video coming in um, Is usually best for when you're first meeting somebody
0: Great advice Um, So uh, are you doing any video shows? Are you doing um, any consistent video marketing?
1: Yes, so um, we actually have set video days where we shoot Um, Our shooting days are Tuesdays and Thursdays, so um, I will be shooting a video today. Um, And we've kind of, um, you know, firmed up a few concepts that we have in constant rotation that we post once a month. Um, So some of those are, for example, the video that we're shooting today is called Deals on Wheels. Um, Essentially, we wanted to take the community videos that a lot of people are doing, um and just take it to the next level for us when we got into the video game there weren't a ton of agents in our marketplace doing video and so just by doing a simple video really set us apart nowadays you know and this is something that i've had to you know share with my team members too but you know i told them i was like hey when we when you do cool stuff people are going to copy you that's okay keep doing it you're you're either a creator or a copier we're we're creators and that's okay you know for us to have copiers but the thing is, once people in your marketplace start doing a lot of the things that you're doing, then it's time to change it up and switch it up because now you no longer stick out. And to the consumer, they don't know who started, you know, this cool video concept first. You just look like everybody else. So we're we're constantly evolving the, the types of videos that we do. Um and it also expands our reach too. Um, you know, simply doing a listing video is great. Um, but the people who are tuning in and watching are, you know, specifically interested in real estate. And so we wanted to expand kind of the different interest points um, to try to um, build um, a larger following. Um, But back to the deals on wheels today. So essentially we go to a community, um, we get the salesperson in the car and we have the GoPros mounted to the cars um, and they drive us through the community. They tell us about the community. We drive by, you know, their current uh, available inventory. Uh, They tell us about that. And so we kind of took the concept of that um, car karaoke that they do for late night TV and um, do our community videos that way. And uh, it was actually pretty cool because uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, we got a call from our local uh, news station, KPRC Channel 2, um, and they wanted to talk to us about, you know, what we foresaw happening with uh, in real estate during this pandemic. And that was one of the videos that they chose to, to feature on the news story. So You know, just trying to keep it fresh for people, new, entertaining. Uh, We have a monthly vlog that we put out, which really gives people a personal, more personal perspective on our business, Um, which I think is important. Um, When I first got into this business, I really tried to, you know, wear my jacket all the time and, you know, have a separate personal Facebook page and business Facebook page and keep everything separate. Um, but times have changed, and people want to know that personal side of you. Uh, people want to see that you're human, um, and so that monthly blog gives us an opportunity to do that.
0: That's awesome. You know, a lot of, lots of great advice there. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, our listeners are really listening into that. And that deals on wheels is is, is genius. I love that. Uh, you know, because you know, it, it's not about you know copying things or things but you know it's it's the framework of the idea and making it yourselves you know and 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 putting it out there and i i think that's a a great idea yeah
1: yeah and for those who you know feel like they're they're you know really don't have the magic of being able to think of something creative just go scroll other people's real estate page you know you're in a different marketplace i promise people aren't going to mind you borrowing their ideas um And you know each consumer is going to accept it differently. um you know, someone can do the exact same videos that I do, and you know a different consumer is gonna pick up on it or you know be interested in it um, than would be mine so
0: yeah, same thing. I mean we started this uh two years ago, over two years ago, and um you know when we were doing it, there were no really realtors and or real estate industry doing. Uh, interview shows right and so we were doing a Facebook live and not through StreamYard like we are today but um, you know this is streamed on Facebook live but you know now there's so many of them right so there's a lot of people you know because we all have something to say we all have our different personalities bringing you know um, great content and um, I think it's I think it's awesome so let's talk about something a little fun we talked a little bit off air yeah Um, TikTok you know you know, you know, <laughs> so,
1: okay, I'm uh, with the dance ones. Let's just get that out of the way. You will not be <laughs> you're not you're
0: not you're not savage.
1: You, oh, I'm so,
0: <laughs>
1: so not savage. I'm so not savage. But my team member Jared, shout out to Jared, he kills it on those dance. I can <laughs> to save my life.
0: Yeah, my fifteen year old does a pretty good job <laughs> too. But uh and then she brings me on and I just uh it's just bad. <laughs> it just it's just
1: really so right that's why we love TikTok. what was that i said it's so bad that it's good that's why we love TikTok. oh yeah no
0: it, and you know i mean it's addicting i mean I, I think we're talking like you're scrolling through and you're scrolling through it you look at the clock you're like it's been an hour and you've been scrolling all you've been doing is scrolling through your tiktok
1: yeah.
0: um let, let's talk about how maybe you could leverage tiktok for business
1: yeah. So, you know, I think you just have to get creative with it and just kind of, um, you know, I, at least that's what I did. I was sitting there scrolling for a while and I found this one sound um, and it uh, I, I can't think of exactly what it says on, on off the top of my head. But I thought, oh, I could apply that towards business. I could use this sound and do it outside of my office and, you know, get some marketing out there. And um, I just did this a few days ago. I think we're almost like at 700 views. But the biggest part is I'm getting so many women, so many girls, um, because it's centered around like kind of girl power and and owning your own business. And the comments are just so extremely supportive and, you know, asking for, you know, real estate advice. Hey, I live in this, you know, state. What would you, I'm 18 years old. I'm just getting out of high school. You know, what kind of advice would you give me to get into real estate? Um, and I just thought that was super, super neat. Um, we have another one that we're about to do, uh, later this week. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it a secret. Y'all, y'all have to follow me on TikTok. Check it out.
0: What's your, what's your uh, TikTok?
1: It's Nicole M. Freer. Yes. Got
0: it. Awesome. Um, uh, lastly, let's talk a little bit about social media strategies. I know, um, you know, you guys do a great job with branding and such, and a great job with your social media. You know, maybe the top three social media strategies that um, real realtors can you know implement in their business, um, and you know things that have really helped you uh, propel your business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the first and foremost thing that people need to real, uh, realize about social media is that um, there's definitely a strategy to it. And there's definitely planning that needs to take place. It's not something that you do on a whim. Um, It's not, you know, last minute posts and shout outs. It truly, I mean, if you want to be successful in your social media, you need a plan. So for us, we have a um, social media calendar where we, you know, grab our content, create our content and put it on this calendar Um, And we also mix it up. It gives me an eagle eye view of what our feed looks like because I always want it to be interesting. I don't want it to be, you know, Monday through Friday, we've posted the exterior of a house every single day. You know, Monday may be the exterior of a house. Tuesday may be a video highlighting one of our agents. Wednesday may be our open house schedule. Thursday may be a listing video. And then Friday is going to be like a group shot of our team out at a happy hour or something. Um, and you know, that kind of leads me to my next point is that you don't want to just focus it all on listings. Um, you know, to the average person on social media, they don't want to see, you know, just listed every single day. That's not applicable to them if they're not in the market to buy a home. So we like to mix it up with, you know, personal stuff and business. Um, And again, at the end of the day, it might not be everybody's cup of tea, but I think you're definitely widening your net if you mix things up a little bit. Um, (laughs) But also, you don't want to mix it up too much to where it's hard for people to really grasp what your business is or what your personality is. So, um, you know, while I do have people that assist me when it comes to social media, I create all my own content. I write all my post myself because I really want for that consumer when they see our social media to see me um, and kind of, you know, my personality.
0: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's funny because, you know, as we interview more and more people, the same consistent theme comes up, you know, you know, only post things that are original or interesting. Don't post things just to post. And, you know, because, you know, you only have a few seconds to engage your, you know, whatever, your public or consumers or such. And if you keep on, like you said, you know, posting the exterior of a house every day, well, that's boring. You know, maybe the first time it looks great. Second time, eh, third time you're out. You know, um, so, you know, a lot of times, you know, you got to post interesting. I always think of it like, you know, what standout comedians do. You know, stand-up comedians use the content that is presented in everyday life experience and they use it, you know, on stage. And I, I think we're all as realtors, um, you know, some of us think we're stand-up comics. But <laughs> many, many of us, you know, go out there and really use that content um, to help consumers, you know, connecting communities and, and, and such. So, you know, it's it's all, it's all great stuff. You're doing some amazing things, and I always leave it. Well, we're gonna go with two questions now, two last questions. Um, first, is what um, What do we not know about Nicole Freer that you care to share?
1: Oh, you know, I I think what you know has there are a lot of things that kind of you know shaped the woman that I am today, the business woman that I am today that a lot of people see, um, and I think that too many times we take people's now as everything. Um, and we forget, you know, or we don't think about all the struggles that they've been through to get to that point. Um, you know, and so it, there doesn't really come a lot, up a lot of opportunities, you know, when you're talking about business to talk about personal struggles. But I think it's, to, it's important to remember that everybody's been there. You know, what you see today, when you scroll on my Instagram, looks like a strong, badass businesswoman. Um, but you know, there were struggles that I've been through. My husband and I both uh, grew up very, very humble beginnings. Um, I'm a childhood cancer survivor. Um, you know, I overcame obesity as an adult. Um, just, you know, things that, you know, don't come up in conversation, uh, normal day to day. Um, but all those things have, you know, definitely played a huge part in the strong business woman that I am today.
0: That's awesome. And, um, if you could give me some tips on the obesity thing, that would be great.
1: Quarantine's a bad
0: thing. I know it's bad up and down, up and down. Um, so last thing, what do you, uh, what's your favorite, uh, Netflix or, uh, streaming, uh, show that, and what are you currently watching?
1: okay my favorite so i knocked this out during quarantine somebody told me about schitt's creek it's s-c-h-i-t-t-s schitt's creek um very funny uh we watched all of that in quarantine um what i'm watching right now so once i started posting um some real estate content on TikTok, um we were getting compared to selling sunset i had never heard of it or seen it um so selling sunset is a netflix original i think it's like in season two um, Doug and I just started it probably a few days ago. Um, it's kind of like million dollar listing, but more drama. It's it's a real estate show, but it's more about like this group of blonde girls who sell real estate and there's just a lot of drama. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the mindless TV. I don't like to like yeah. sit down and concentrate too hard. so.
0: No, yeah, I mean, uh, especially you know, kind of a disturbing time that we're in right now. You know, uh, we we were we watched um, my wife and I watched uh, was it Hunters? Um, I forget the name, and it, it was one of the most disturbing shows I've ever seen. And like after it, I'm like, hey Samantha, you wanna you wanna watch Dora? I don't think yeah. of Dora would be <laughs> right about now. And even like My Little Pony. Nicole, thank you so much for uh, joining us on Breakfast with the Broker Um, We have two familiar guests next week, I believe it is Um, uh, Jesse and Michael So Michael Thorne and Jesse Peters um, are going to be on uh, next week. We are going to have our first Breakfast with the Broker threesome because we only had one-on-ones on on the StreamYard thing. We had a so uh, we're looking forward to talking to them about all things video, about their video boot camp and how it went and such. So, uh, Nicole, uh, all things good. Wishing you the most success, which uh, sounds like you may not even need, but uh, you guys are doing great things. And if you ever need anything, please let us know. Uh, again, Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Thank you so much for joining.
1: Take care, Nicole. Be well. Having me. Thank you.